to Noah's Window. Again this week, we're just gleaning some thoughts from our daily Bible reading from the One Year Bible. And uh, today's a good example of how the Old Testament, New Testament sometimes just hits on a similar theme, which just seems to amplify the thought and the example that's given to us. And so I want to just uh, point that out today, maybe spend a little time there. So again, Mark and I read through the One Year Bible, and what I want to uh, discuss with you today or point out to you today is in the March 11th reading, I believe that's when this is going to air. So on March 11th, there's a passage in the book of Numbers, and there's a passage in the book of Mark, and it's interesting how there is a similarity between the two. Now, um, the people that put this Bible together, they're not looking for those things. It just kind of comes together that way. So that makes it all the more interesting. But what we will see here is a common uh, malady or part of our depravity, uh, a common trap that Satan sets for us that spans hundreds, yay, over a thousand years here uh, between one story and the next that... Um, should give us cause to be careful. And so, in fact, if I were going to name today's talk, I would name it Careful and Prayerful, because those two things will keep us from falling into this trap. So in the book of Numbers in chapter 15, it's interesting what, what comes together here as well, because in 15, uh, God is still uh, delineating different uh, offerings for different situations. And a quick time out here. Remember when you're reading through the, the Old Testament, particularly the Pentateuch, where there's all the regulations for the priesthood and for the temple, the tabernacle worship and all that. Keep in mind that as you're reading that, those things were given for particular people in a particular place at a particular time, and that's not us. So um, there are some things, obviously, that, are, that God establishes there that are universal and timeless. For instance, we should never murder. We should never steal. We should never bear false witness. Those things are timeless. But as far as those particular uh, sacrifices and offerings, and, and he goes into hygiene and all kinds of things, they were particular to those people at that time, in that place, out in the desert, out in the wilderness. And uh, so we don't need to try to apply those things to ourselves today. That's not why we have that recorded. It does, however, uh, give us more examples of God's interaction with people and those particular people at that particular time. So there's much to learn from it, but we want to be careful not to misapply um, and, and keep in mind the context. So, but it is interesting to me that in verse, in chapter 15, God's talking about and comparing unintentional sin versus deliberate rebellion. And he talks a little bit about that. Now, I'm not going to go over it. I want you to go read that for yourself. Then in chapter 16, we have a narrative here about an, something that happened. And it's about a, a, a one man particularly who led a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. And what really stands out to me as I read and reread this story is how this one man stirred up the whole community of Israel. Now, I can just see this. So many of those people got up that morning, gathered their manna, fed their family, went about their daily chores, and then there's this big commotion. And someone is up on a stump um, rallying everyone and saying, this isn't fair, this isn't right, this shouldn't be, and aren't you guys tired of this, and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because the Bible says in verse 19, Korah had stirred up the entire community against Moses and Aaron. So that one person had stirred up, gathered, uh, stirred up the emotions, stirred up the angst of all these people so that they became a mob. Now, 
You know, I think all of us would agree whenever you hear the word mob, it almost always goes with angry, violent, destruction. Mobs do not accomplish good things, okay? Now, they may feel like they're about to do something good when they start out because, like we've said before, all anger feels right in the moment. It all seems like it's coming from a position of justice and righteousness. But um, these people got caught up in one man's rebellion, and, and they became unwitting, perhaps, uh, participants. Um, now, what's interesting to me, and I, I hope you'll go read that whole story, because it's a very powerful story, but if you jump the, to the New Testament passage, it's in Mark chapter 15, and here we have another mob. This mob was also led by some religious leaders, and the mob this time is going after Jesus. So, um, we want to be careful in our culture. There's a lot of mobs of people that are, are being stirred up. Their emotions are being stirred up by someone, and, and it seems like a just cause, and it seems like a righteous cause. Uh, but mobs don't do good. Mobs do damage. So I just want to encourage all of us as Christians to be careful and prayerful before we find ourselves caught up in a mob of whatever kind, even if it seems righteous at the moment. So mobs never do God's will. Remember the Bible says the the anger of man, the wrath of man is never going to accomplish uh, the righteousness of God. So he doesn't need us to get all ma mad and angry and form a mob and go after someone. Um, God's at work, and, and what we need to do is be careful and prayerful. If, if I had one um, guiding admonition for all of us and this this is for me as well all the time this is something my mother instilled in me is it's so so important to think for yourself don't let somebody else think for you don't let somebody else um, pray instead of you praying don't let somebody else read the bible instead of you reading the bible don't substitute a movie or a video for reading this bible we're going to talk about that in theopraxis next week lord willing but um, please, please, please search out truth for yourself. If you are careful and prayerful and you ask God for guidance, he will lead you into truth and he will help you to understand what is the right way. Don't get caught up in a mob. That's a, that's a really bad place to be. This, the sad thing is we end up being part of the consequences of that rebellion uh, just because we allowed ourselves to be stirred up and pulled into it. So that's my... <laughs> That's my admonition for today. You know, here's some earmarks, earmarks of mobs, and you can find this as you read through both of these passages, but they're particularly called out in the New Testament passage. You will find that the mob was loud. They were full of criticism, mocking, scoffing, and it led to abuse. These are the earmarks of mobs that are not doing God's bidding. I, I can guarantee you they're not doing God's bidding. So, um... If, and then if you go into our passage over in Psalms, and again, um, and I'm just going to jump in and, and just show you how many of these things can go parallel. So in, in the passage in Psalms, is Psalm 54, which is a Psalm of David, um, and he's, he's discussing a particular situation where a person who had been very close to him, a very dear friend, had betrayed him and actually was fighting against him. It's a very sad situation. Um, but in verse 3 of chapter 54, David, we're jumping in the middle of this here, but he says, strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. Violent people care nothing for God. And they're really rebelling against God. 
Uh, okay, then let, let's jump to the to put, you know tie this all up with a, a bow, a string, because in Proverbs chapter eleven, the the reading for today is Proverbs eleven five and six, and it ends with, and we're going to back up and, and give the antithesis of this, but it ends with this phrase: the ambition of treacherous people traps them. There will be consequences for treacherous people who are ambitious. Um, Treacherous people always think they have, um, if not a good uh, goal, um, a profitable one. It's going to be good because it's going to profit them most of the time, or they think it will. They think it will profit them. But the Bible tells us that the ambition of treacherous people will trap them. Now, let's back up to the beginning of that verse, because here's the good news. let's, Let's end on a good note. The godliness of good people rescues them. And that's my prayer for us today, that we will be rescued, that we won't fall into this trap of getting caught up in a mob that uh, claims to be doing good, but they're not. They're not doing good. Uh, They're not on God's bidding if they're a mob. So let's, as Christ followers, be careful uh, who we allow to stir us up. Let's be careful who we listen to. And let's let's carefully make sure um, that what we are listening to is consistent with this Bible with God's Word, because that's the measuring stick. That's the plumb line that God has given us. So I hope that encourages your heart today. I'm so excited about Theopraxis next week. Now, um, as of taping, and I'm taping this on a Tuesday morning, we still have 25 seats left. So I don't know by the time this airs if there will be any spaces left, but I'm so excited that we're going to have, it looks like close to 200 people at Theopraxis. So it's going to be a whole new, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, I don't want to use the word fun, but it is fun in a way. It, it's it's fun when you unlock something that seems locked to you. And that's what our goal is, to help unlock for you so that you can do it for yourself, this book, and how to go about reading it. So I'm very excited for that. Looking forward to it. So before we go today, let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, the evil one has set so many traps for us, and I pray that you would guide all of us around those traps as you promised that you would, um, if we look to you, if we are following you, if if we're careful and prayerful and looking to you uh, to uh, direct our path, we are just um, trusting you, Father, to deliver us from all the traps that the evil one has set. And please guard our hearts, Father, from being stirred up sometimes by uh, causes that seem to be the right thing, but they, they have a... a they have an ulterior motive within them. It's a trick. It's a trap. And just open our eyes, Father. Give us that wisdom. Help us to see clearly um, what the truth is. Because we know that you are truth. And we want to see you clearly. And we want to follow you carefully. And um, just thank you, Lord, for loving us and, and taking us through these difficult days. And, and um, oh, thank you, Father, for all the wonderful things that you're doing around us, in us, through us, at New Spring Church and so many other places, the testimonies we're hearing. Thank you, Father, that in the midst of all these things, you are busy, you are at work, you are our victorious God, and uh, you're not not, uh, off track, you're not uh, set back. You're busy, and you're victorious, and you're still powerful, and we thank you for that. Please be with each and every person who's listening or watching today. Please wrap your arms of love around each one. Draw them close to you. May they feel your presence. May they see clearly your guidance as we walk through this day. And so that at the end of the day, we can be 
confident and victorious and give you all the glory and the praise because you uh, are faithful to us and your love is so faithful. We thank you for that, Father. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have any feedback, and I and I just I keep saying this because I just um, love hearing from you. You guys write the sweetest notes. I love it so much. If you um, text, talk to us to 97,000, we would love to hear your thoughts. Share your prayer requests. We have a great prayer team who would love to pray for you. So please share with us. We would love to hear from you. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time on Noah's Window. God bless.